baby. So, so Through the Island Podcast, baby. Episode, episode whatever the fuck. I don't. What? Think it might be eight. Think it might be nine. Something. Something. I, 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 yeah, we might be at the Dobson mark. Yes, I think it's or a, the Eberle mark. Two two players that uh, scored tonight. So that's either true. way, we're in good hands. All that's true. Uh, so the Islanders are three and one since our last podcast. They beat the Penguins, Devils, and Sabers, and they lost to the Penguins. Uh, did they lose in overtime that that game? I think they. Made I them, believe actually. so. Pulling it up now, but I believe that was what occurred. Yeah, I think it was three zero and one run that they went on. I'm looking up as well. Two nothing. That's right. I remember that. Yep. Four, yep. They lost four three yep. in overtime. That was that was that horrendous Varlamov yeah. uh, goal. It was a that was a rough game for him. He was really fighting the puck for sure. But but we said that we wanted at least uh, we we they, they got seven out of eight points in these games. So. Yeah. Yeah. And my That's ideal. We, yeah. My ideal was a three zero and one if they had to lose. 3 and one with the loss coming against the Sabres. But pity. you just... <laughs> look, look, like a little pity sex situation. You throw them. I am... So, it, it's something I've, I've kind of wanted to talk about. It's And the Steve Valiquette little... Little... Uh, <laughs> oh, ether. Tongue, tongue thrashing that he gave the Sabres after they lost to the Rangers the other night is like what I feared before they were playing the Islanders. I was like, oh no. That's like the last thing I need. Uh, the Sabres to absolutely wake up. And it's, you know, they, they don't have to be a good team to wake up and play uh, really good for a stretch because someone bullied them. Um, but everything's okay right now. They've got yeah. them two more times in the next few days, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I'm a little less concerned, especially have, having them have won one of the three. Um for a couple different reasons, they they looked really good tonight. The Sabers looked really bad. They yeah, I mean they looked they looked checked uh, checked out. I I uh, went down a little Islanders YouTube wormhole uh, a couple days ago and watched uh, a two hour compilation of highlights from the Islanders 1997-98 season. There weren't many, so the fact that there was two. Uh, this team won 30 games uh, also and missed yeah. the playoffs. So the fact that this uh, clip existed at all, but there's a lot of, uh, and that was the team that, that traded midseason Bertuzzi and McCabe uh, for um, for Trevor Linden. Did you uh, hear, he, uh, Bertuzzi was just on a podcast recently and talking about his trade uh, to, he like he went into Milbury's office, requested a trade, and Milbury basically sent him down to the ECHL and then called him up and then sent him back down to the ECHL and then called him up again. And he kept like healthy scratching him every time he called him up, but he kept having to take bus rides down to, to the ECHL. It was like a, an absolute nightmare situation. Um, and then he eventually got traded. But there's a lot. So th- there's a lot of 97, 98 like uh, Islanders vibes to this Sabres team where like there are like pieces there's pieces there are like good pieces here but it's clear that it's a fucking mess like it, it it's just a complete mess but Islanders have to win these games especially like look it's gonna be rough watching Islanders Sabres games three in a row <laughs> brutal but uh they they have they they have to win them especially because I I, I think even with how well they're playing I, I say it every time but because the division always plays like because there's always four point games and seemingly whenever like uh, whenever like you know you're, you're trying to do scoreboard watching one of the other teams is going to be in this conversation so this grouping of like, the Islanders the Capitals the Penguins. Uh, the Flyers. Am I am I leaving anybody out? Islanders. Uh, Islanders. Bruins. Capitals. Yeah. Flyers. Penguins. Those are Bruins. The- I forgot the Bruins. Yeah, I for- I forgot the Bruins because the Islanders do so well against them. 
Uh, that's but, true. But, yeah, historically, but, as in this season, but <laughs> it, 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 yeah, in very recent history. But yeah, but but I mean, all those teams. Usually, there's some matchup where one of those teams, if the Islanders are uh, ahead of, is going to gain ground on the Islanders. Yeah, yeah. And if the Islanders, like, if it's a week where the Islanders are like uh, three, four, um, maybe even five. Hopefully not. I don't think so. But it's one of those cases where any of the teams ahead of them will like accrue points where because every game's a four point game, it's, uh, it's that much harder to like, uh, it, they need, they need to pretty much mop up the Sabres, the rest, like the Sabres, the rest of the way they need to mop up the debt, like the Rangers, the rest of the way they need to mop up the devils, the rest of the way, just because like, there's like, yeah, and the Islanders have played well against, uh, with the exception of the Penguins, have played yes. well against all these well, other teams. Well, they have played St- well against the Penguins. They really have, for the most part, but they've really got the short end of the stick a few times. A couple of those games were just, you know, it, it, I, I I remember the Latang shot from the point floater that went in that kind of uh, won Brutal. the Penguins one of the games. The 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 game that they just played in this four game stretch, uh, the first one where they lost four three in overtime, it it they've played really good, but they've gotten the bad bounces against the Penguins so far this season. And 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 I think and I also think that that just Varlamov seemingly just is struggles against the Penguins. A little saw, bit. Saw it, saw it last year too because yeah. that was the game that ended the win streak was was uh, at, at Barclays. That's right with Barley and that like and it just. Yeah, game that almost ended that win streak. Uh, it might have been a couple games before that. It, they were down. They were down like three one to the Penguins with like five minutes left. Ryan Pulak. Yeah, I was, I was working yeah. a security job and I was watching the game on my phone. Yes. Yeah. So what would have happened if someone had broken in? Well, I mean, I, uh, I, um, I, you know, I think of event security as kind of like uh, like a football team. Mm-hmm. I'm a kicker, you know? So if, if it's at a point where I need to tackle somebody, usually I'm put in like a fire, st- like a, a staircase area just to tell people to not stay. Like I stand on a staircase to tell people they can't stand on a platform. Like if, if, if you're the one who has to make the tackle, it's too far gone by yeah, now. Anyway. Yeah. Too many things have, you know, there's probably been so many people lost, you know, <laughs> there's probably so much loss that's already occurred that, that at that point, everyone's got to run. So, so anyway, um, yeah. So they went three zero and one in this this stretch of four games, which which is really cool and rocks. Tonight, tonight they look good. They outshot the the Sabers forty five to fifteen, something like that. I think it was 45 yeah forty five to eighteen. It was like forty five to eighteen. Yeah, because I, I I was like, let me see. And <laughs> yeah, it was forty five. Because remember thinking, like, damn, it seemed like the Islanders just like were perpetually just yeah. like. In that zone, and you know that what? seemed like a miserable game for the, the the Sabers. Well, it's it's a situation where I legitimately wouldn't be surprised if Ralph Kruger is gone before After the next the, game. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, to your point about the the pushback of like valid, like every every hockey podcast has been about the Sabers. Like every, yeah. every single thing I've listened to has been about. For us, it just happens to be. I'm sure if they weren't playing the Sabers when we get to our around the league, we'd at least talk about trading Jack Eichel. It, yeah, and but like in, in actually like, and it would just be that. But having to see this team play, they're bad. They're bad in ways that almost have nothing to do with the lineup per se. You know, like like there there yeah. are a decent amount of like uh, good pieces and and just competent. NHL players seemingly yeah so which to me points to a, a coaching um issue but uh look Islanders beat up on them um unfortunately uh Wallstrom's goal streak came to an end yeah and it almost didn't he, but, uh, he kind of flubbed one on the power play that that could have went uh, he hit a post um, he's, he's, he's coming, he's, and he's, and he's going to keep coming. He's going to, yeah, he's a comer for sure. Yeah. And, and I, to, to, to trace back some of the, the other games, I mean, look, 
There's very little talk about with that Devils game. No, 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 no. We're gonna do a than... whole thing. We're gonna do a whole oh, thing okay. on the Devils game. So, so save that for last because I think. Okay. That... <laughs> okay. For sure. Right. So. Yeah, that was something. Uh, he, uh, he set up. Did he score in that Penguins game? The two nothing win. I think he may have set up the Pajot goal. I'm Did looking he... at the. I'm, I'm looking at the the uh, some of the the box scores here uh well in in that four three in that four three loss to the penguins he he had an assist on a brock nelson goal that's right that's right that's right um and um, so okay and then he he scored against the penguins in that two nothing win that one timer that that was the just absolute bomb yeah and then the absolute snipe in the devils two one game and then yeah. tonight, tonight nothing. But uh, he looked good. He he really he 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 really looked good on the power play. Uh, where he was he was getting open when he had the puck. He was getting rid of it quickly. Um, he was forcing the like he was keeping the puck in the zone. Um, he he just looked really good. And 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 like I said, uh, something that not a lot of young players. I notice with like he rarely turns it over in a bad way, especially in the neutral zone. He seems to always kind of get it deep when he has to, and he's it, it never feels like he's on the ice for too long either. Never. The man simply does not want to go back to Bridgeport, Connecticut, ever he... again. <laughs> he has yeah, spent way too much time there. It's it, it real. He's really doing all the little things right. Uh, it I you know I think there may have been one turnover tonight that he couldn't have helped it was kind of a trying to keep it in the zone situation it was like it it, it wasn't one of those ones where you go like oh no um it was it was just a you know a a, a hockey situation these things happen and well and, and i also liked with with uh how he's playing in the power play i like that he tonight uh stepped like he didn't just stay in the circle he 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 came down to uh, kind of below the circle, goal line type of uh, action, which I think, I think is good because he is that he is that dynamic. You want to see him be able to uh, take that shot from as many as many locations and and just be a threat that exists beyond just that circle. Yep, yep, hundred percent. So Wallstrom played played great. Uh, two Sorokin wins. Which has been nice. Yeah, I mean, we said that that this would be the time this this huge stretch that they're on now. It it's the time to get Sorokin in, and uh, you know he he's looked good. He hasn't, especially not not tonight. He wasn't no. supremely tested in that in that Penguins uh, shutout though. He, they, I think I think it was a twenty save shutout, and at least nine of the shots were in the. Uh, third period maybe more so yeah. like they they did they, they came hard late and but strong um and and he was and like i think something that kind of wraps up uh not not the segment just wrap, wraps a bow on the team and and how to think about the islanders is that they're kind of it's a it, it's a bit of a joke and when, whenever we talk about like uh trades or signings with with lou and, and how he's trying to recreate the devils sure but i mean the thing about those devils teams that like part of what made it work was also there's a skill to all parts of the team to win those types of games you know what i mean yeah. so goalies being able to play well in games where they only see like 18 shots or 20 shots yeah that's important Th that speaks uh to all but it also speaks specifically to the mental uh the mental uh preparedness of the of, of the uh of sorokin um as a rookie obviously yeah. and varlamov is playing great yes um, i mean like, i i think it's kind of crazy to me that that the athletic doesn't have him in uh vesna conversation i i don't you know i, I wonder if at, at a certain point like the islanders kind of it's this like they they get no love from the hockey media community because like 
they're they're bore they're they're boring to watch quote unquote sometimes true i would say they're scoring way more uh this year than they have in any of the trots years like yep. they they have i think i think four players five players are on pace for you know approximately like either like 23 goals or more with like four of those players being on pace for 30ish to 35ish goals like in in an 82 in an 82 game yep. uh, season so they're scoring more, but but I, I wonder if like goalies the same way that like when it comes to heart trophy conversation and like with uh I mean there's plenty of reasons why the why McDavid and, and Drysidel for for team reasons <laughs> might not get votes, but for the fact of them having each other to play with, I, I sometimes wonder if like goalies uh, don't get their due unless they're Martin Brodeur mm-hmm. <laughs> in a in a system that is like that is like what the Islanders have. Um, yeah. A hundred percent. And, uh, to kind of like, uh, tie back into what you were saying about, they don't really get love in like broader h- hockey communities. Yeah. It kind of feels like they either a aren't getting talked about ever, uh, when they're playing good, unless it's about how boring they are because, if they're not playing good, they're getting talked about, and they're like, "Oh man, that team sucks," and they're old. And Lou Lamorell told sucks. you they were going to stink. Yes, and then that type of shit. when they're winning, it's kind of like nothing, and then a slight mention about how, "Oh, I hope they don't make the playoffs because they're boring." Okay, F- it, fuck off. It, it's, <laughs> it's. I mean, to, to I me, though, it, it, I guess, but like. I but, don't know. But you you do need I mean there is a there is a uh there is a there's a skill to that um that I I, I don't know. It, it it's strange. I I get why if if you don't watch the Islanders and and you're not a fan that you especially because you'd be annoyed that they will make the the best players in the league look like nothing. Yep. So I, I get why you'd be annoyed because if you're if you're watching a game to watch, but I, I mean I, I think defensive battles are look I, Kenny Johnson stand for life like defensive shutdowns I think are awesome like I, there's something nice about that I get why why some people might not like it but to to I I think the players deserve a bit more love for for being able to play it like not everyone's. Not everyone's able to play it, and that's not to say that that you're a bad uh, player if you can't play this. But I think that there is a skill to being able to do this. And and to be clear, we see that in the differences, you know, in in how Leo looks out there, you know, compared to to other players. Um, I and and uh, I mean, you see, you saw it the first couple of years of Nick Letty. He he looks like now he's finally like, okay, this is a guy because he keeps getting the points. He's uh, he's doing a good job, you know, quarterbacking that second power play unit that's actually the more productive one. Uh, it took him a while, but even you know when uh, he was struggling with the Islanders, I did say he he stunk and I did hate him, but <laughs> it was also clear to me that like it, I, I also th- think that you know. I, I wanted to trade him because I felt that he did have trade value because he is clearly an NHL player. And I, yeah. I think the way, like, there are goalies that work in certain systems. What's encouraging about Sorokin, um, to bring it back to him, is that from my understanding, well, I actually, I, I don't want to speak out of pocket, but I, because I don't think he got crazy tested in the KHL. Like, I, I know the teams he was on were, were pretty good, but he did make they insane yeah, he you saw a lot of highlights. Saves. Yeah, yeah, sure. So it's it's good to know that he has, he has that skill set to come come back to games that maybe are a bit more open, or just when when shit because shit inevitably does break down, and yeah. for to have a goalie that is able to like as much as I <clears throat> um, liked Robin Leonard, I I felt that at times I felt like he was a little boxy, you know, what sure. w- wasn't a particularly athletic goal. Oh, he's big. He's big. And, and, and on, uh, how to play big in net. Jaguar. 
he's got a Jaguar, like a sure. a Jaguar style of play, I would say. But but to me, what what worries what worries me about that is that, and you saw it in that Carolina series, was that like sometimes you you can't prevent a, a you, you'll play a fast skilled team. They'll they'll move you around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like and and, and when you that's don't, we're having move around good. And that, and that's where you need athletic. That, that's where like I I love athletic goalies, but athletic goalies that can that can kind also of... play positionally because a lot of athletic goalies or a lot of the athletic saves you see are because the goalies are out of position. And 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 just just for them to be able to deal for them to have the aptitude to deal with quiet games. Like, like, yeah, like well, a, that's like, yeah, yeah, uh, and, and, and to that. do quieter workloads because you see that with, I mean, it this is uh, the the carry as a goalie carry prices continued disintegration and and costing people jobs in a in a pandemic is kind of kind of rough and and one of the arguments or, or you know t- uh, counter arguments or reasons like maybe maybe it's not over for him is that like. Oh, uh, maybe Sean Burke as the new goaltending coach in Montreal will help him because, you know, now that the the, the Canadians are better and he has a lighter workload, uh, you know, he needs to fig- like uh, get get adjusted to to that. And while that may be true, it's kind of late in the game for that. I feel like for Carey Price, whereas a go a, a goalie with with a with a great skill set being able to learn like the rhythms of a game. Not just uh, like um, like uh, the the reflex shit, and and not even just the positioning shit, but just the mental ability to harness all of that when you're not having to use it like three times every minute. Sure. Yeah. All right. So to to bring this all back because we went off on a bunch of little tangents here. Uh, I, I want to say one more thing about I want to say two two more quick things about how frustrating it is to see the lack of love for the Islanders from a broader hockey community. I I, I want to mention that they still biweekly mention on Chicklets how Matt Barzell is going to walk in three years, even though he's still going to be an RFA at the end of it. Um, so that's literally he literally can't and he wouldn't. Uh, and two, uh, the uh the JP Pajot is a horrible trade that that like horrible trade acquisition is um it hasn't aged super well either you don't hear anything about how well he's played but you'd be hearing a whole lot about and he's not even just played like oh yeah he's been good he's been like really good really good for the Islanders he got how many goals do you have this season eight or nine as nine, he's he's on pace for like thirty goals, thirty-one goals, something like that. Sure, but you know, whatever. He, he he's like again. I I I use these figures over the course of an eighty-two game season. He look to to me that that's a mix of like that that the all the takes about Pajot are takes that only make sense if you are don't follow the Islanders and. Uh, just get that in passing. Look at his cap hit. Look at his career stats, and like that's it. Like, and and you feel that you need to say something because it's it's he's getting what five million a year. Yeah, that's that that's I'm that's probably more than than a good amount of of uh, number three centers. Yeah, he's not. He's better than most number three centers. He oh yeah. I I don't think of other teams third line centers, but are any other teams third line centers on pace for thirty goals? And we're on pace for thirty goals last year. Well, it, are you frozen? I can't tell if you're frozen or no. Or, <laughs> I'm not frozen. Um, I think you. I can tell if you're frozen or just or just staring. <laughs> I'm just vibing out yeah, right now, dude. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I was trying to think of um, <laughs> uh, other third line centers in the league who kind of stack up to JP Bejo. Not saying that like you know the the center depth of one team is better than the other, but specifically third line centers. Um, yeah, I it's he's great. 
he's been great. Um, and yeah, it's just something that that annoys me a little bit, and I wanted to bring up. Um, well, yeah, yeah, and 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 I mean about that. Okay, JG Pajot is a all situation center. Yeah. So like power play penalty kill. Pa- like, he, and he's the he like uh end end of game. Uh, yeah, defending a defending a lead or trying to score, he's the guy they're gonna have out because he's so good at faceoffs. Like, yep. like there are so many situations in the game that he is is big for, and and one of the things that the Islanders are, are known for is that you know that they're uh, uh, they roll four lines and they're they're known for you know being two way hockey. Okay, the thing he does. Here, and just in terms of the Islanders' cap situation, Casey Zekas comes off the books this this offseason. Yeah, and he at one point he was also on pace for like twenty goals. It's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's he's probably going to have like a you know a uh, or on pace for the equivalent of twenty goals. Yes, it's probably going to be more like a fifteen ish, thirteen ish. Which fourth line center? That's great. That's great production. Yeah. Um, but but the reality is like the Islanders have to sign Bo, they have to sign Pelic, and yeah. they have to sign Sorokin in the summer. Yeah. So it's it's possible that they're not able to keep Sezikis. Staple has has, uh, and I believe Andrew Gross. You know, there's speculation that the Islanders like are gonna are, are might try to move move contracts to get. Casey in like into their calculations as well, like in addition to those because they really want to keep him. But I mean, a, a, a fourth line center that has the just versatility that that Sezikis has, it's very like it's very possible the Islanders get outbid. And with that, if, if they lose Casey Sezikis, JG Pajot is that much bigger. Yeah, because because you're now looking at like a probably a probably like a, a Travis Zajac or 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 some equivalent end of career like center for that fourth that fourth line. Yeah. Because the Islanders don't have any unless they bring in some, you know, deep cut, you know, uh yeah. around like the, some hidden gem around the league. Or or they make some great college signing. Sure. Uh, which which is possible. Yeah. Uh, especially with Lou. But JG Paggio is so big for the Islanders now, and he is so big moving forward. Because if I'm not mistaken, he's only like 27, 28. So he's like he he. Unless you're Ryan Lambert, uh, he you uh, know he uh, has value for at least like he probably as long as he stays healthy. Uh, the duration he, of the contract, honestly, probably yeah, seriously, completely yeah, possible with him obviously kind of petering off towards the end of it, but it's still entirely possible. He plays a style of game that it's going to age pretty well barring any kind of rough injury. Yeah. And, and so, so I think that, that Peugeot and, and another thing, and I wonder how much this played into, I'm not sure, correct me if I'm wrong, but was, was Peugeot, wasn't there some talk of like Trotz was, was, was like very big on the Peugeot deal happening or or like, well, I I know that, I know that when they made the trade, he like the one of the first things that Trot said in a presser was like, "I don't even care about that first round pick. That first round pick can go fuck itself." I love JG Pajot or, or something. Yeah, some yeah, it means like nothing. That, you know, yeah, and it means nothing yeah, and, to me. I love and, JG Pajot, and and I think I think I asked about Trotz. The thing I think about with when the when the Caps won the Cup, one of the the big things that got them through was that Backstrom was hurt for for a bit in the in, in that run, and I remember that, Lars yeah. Eller stepped up to yeah. be the to be the or or, or Marcus or, or was it Marcus Johansson? Uh, I Lars Eller sounds um that sounds more correct to me than it being uh Johansson. But but go on, it was one of the two. In, yeah, uh, I, I think it was Lars Eller actually, and uh, and but Lars Eller stepped up and 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 was 
productive. I, he was Nicholas Backstrom, but he was he was he was good. Yeah, he was productive. Uh, and and in the case of the Islanders, like they're clearly building a team that is built built down the middle, and it's built in a way, especially while Barzell's on this on this deal. Like it's kind of crazy to say, but like right now, okay, right now I'm watching uh, Blackhawks Lightning, and sure. and look, speak it into the universe, the Islanders. In some ways, the, Barzell's three-year contract is is a something of a window. It's a yeah. it, 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 it it's it's something of, of a window because inevitably, cup or not, he's gonna want more money and and probably be deserving of money with with how his game is looking like it's 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 progressing. He's looking like he's a guy that um, I'm not sure he'll be an 82 point guy, but I think a 70 point 75 point guy for sure. Yeah, is is how I. I see on him. a team Still... with a pretty balanced offense, it's not it's not coming from just two lines. It's coming from all four. Yeah, and and, and so really, he he's going to need more money. So you know that that will be its own thing. You know that that will be its own series of of uh, of of roster calculations to make. And and the Islanders kind of need to win in that just because it's going to get as complicated as. Well, like with with the Blackhawks, what helped them was that they won, they won their cups. I mean, they won. I think I'm pretty sure they won their cups uh, while Taves and Kane were were still on their ELCs or they were on their first contract after the ELC, which wasn't a huge lift. First cup might have been ELCs, but I think at least the second was um, was when they were on their first contract afterwards. But but after each but after each of those cups because this is what this is about right we want them to win the fucking cup like it part of part of how you win the best way to win now or the likeliest way to win now is to win while you're while you're young like your young players uh and and players entering their prime are not on their um not on their uh. It's not every day you can live a dream uh, contract, let's say. Yeah. Not, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so so they they kind of need to win. Um, they kind of need to win now, and I think uh, because like I, Brock, Brock is still good. Brock, I I think Brock is about to turn thirty. Yeah. Um. You know, I I think I think you, you still have a couple a couple more good years with him, but that's it. I think you have a couple. I, th- I think you have a couple more years. And and when he started off this year like looking like shit, I I was worried. Like, damn, is this one of those guys that hit the like hit a wall at thirty? Yeah. Um, but so far okay in that in that um regard. But that's all the more reason though, like. Every year, it's a question. Every year, every year, those older guys get older. It's a question. So they kind of, because everybody and everybody's locked in, you know. Everyone is locked in. That's right. So, outside of you know, outside of Bavillier, Pelic. Well, I, I mean, broken, but yeah, down, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Down the middle, Pulak. I, I, and well, and that's the other thing. Pulak needs another deal in after next season. Yeah, it's a two-year deal. After next season, so I, I mean. We kind of went off on a, a couple of little tangents there. Uh, we we went off script. Not gonna lie. Um, real quick, Josh Bailey jersey value update. Looking pretty good. The stock is up. St- the, the stock is the stock. Okay, so the stock is rising clearly. I, yeah. I, I I now feel like he is probably, especially with how he's looking on on the power play, because part of what is making that power play work is the Wallstrom shot, but it's also the, the, the threat when Bailey has the puck on, on that right wing wall and he is, so it's, it's either a, a pass to Wallstrom for the one timer, or uh, you then have uh, Pajot in the bumper and then you have Nelson right in front. 
Yeah. Like there's a lot of options. So, so Bailey, I think it's going to have a productive year, but I will say, I don't know how to feel about it value wise. Cause I think he, to me right now feels like the guy that is most likely to get uh, taken by the Kraken. Yeah. He's most likely to get uh Seattle. Um, We'll see. Which, which, what do I do then? Because then, do I get the jersey stripped and then replaced with a guy that's still on the team? Or, because having a, a, a Josh Bailey Kraken uh, jersey would kind of be sick. But a Josh Hosang Kraken jersey would be, be way sicker, I think. Um, yeah. Hey, I, I say... I say you hold on to that jersey because uh you know you're going to want you're going to want that Josh Bailey jersey especially when they win the cup this year. You yeah. know what I mean? And and I and I want to relive the time that I I I actually spoke with him outside of the uh the food oh, for yeah. in yeah, Garden City. Yeah, you met him that one time. You you exchanged words with him uh not at Chipotle but the place right next door to the Chipotle. Well, no, it wasn't at Chipotle. It was a, no. No. No, it wasn't a, it right. wasn't a Chipotle. It was a burger spot. It was a, a burger place, short order burger place. Right, and you said he so was having right. a good year. That's right. That's right. Um, and he said, and and he said, no, I said Josh, and he said yeah, because I was checking to see if it was <laughs> and him. He, and he said Desmond. He because he, he looks like a reg, he looks like a very regular he's man. Like a, he's like a hockey player. Yeah, <laughs> looks like and and so he, when he said yeah, and I just said. You're having a really good year. And he said, thanks. And he seemed like pleasant that it wasn't, you know, you fucking suck. Because that's most of what he got, especially at that time. Yeah, that was that was when things were turning around for him. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, he, he looked you in the eyes. He addressed you by your name. He said, thank you, Desmond. You're my friend. You're my best friend. And, and I'll then, see to it that, that Anders Lee will accept your friend request from last year. That hasn't happened, though, yet, right? Hasn't happened. Anders Lee, Anders Lee, if you're, li- if you're listening, accept my friend request. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll transition. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> looking... <laughs> so, uh, you know what? We'll save the looking ahead portion, and we'll go. we'll go through it really quick. Uh, to after we talk about kind of the rest of the league stuff, which is really only just a couple things, uh, because we want to get to our interview with Vince Vaughn. Um, subject to change. Well, he, legally we have to say subject. Oh sure, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, and so, um, the Thomas Grice situation in Detroit. There's a couple a couple different layers to this. His performance being one, but uh, the the weird German flag on his helmet situation mm-hmm. slash uh, that old Grice helmet from was he on the Coyotes? I forget for a couple yeah of- yeah. Ju- judging by the, the the color of the jerseys, it was- and all it all kind of is this Coyote stint. It it all kind of stems back to that um that like it, w- w- what he said about how Hillary Clinton was uh worse than Adolf Hitler when he said that when those words came out of his mouth and the 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 German uh the German team the German ice hockey team national team didn't like that and kind of like cut ties and with him. him yeah uh. It, it, it happened, well, to be clear, I, I don't know if there's a direct quote from him. I know I know the issue is that he was oh, liking yes, a bunch of, that's like... that's right, that's right. Deeply, deeply, like, insane, insane uncle, um, like, meme pages on Instagram that were saying that uh, Hillary was worse than Hitler, and, and like, set, like uh, several of them that were, like, Nate... Na- literally like naming hinting at that comparison and then also like say saying stating that which i believe I, germany uh takes it uh really seriously pretty seriously because yeah. the, the thing that happened in the 40s the, the whole situation 40s. yeah the whole situation so bad 
so this uh, we're talking about this because there was some kind of article or a tweet. Maybe it was a tweet and an article about the the German flag on his helmet that is not the not the German flag that color block flag that we all know by sight, but it's a um, it's one that's like loosely associated with um, imperial. I, I believe the phrase is like the imperial German flag or, or something yes. like that. It, yeah, and it's loosely associated with. Um, like not Nazi groups and yeah yeah it's bad I mean and and so this and this all came up because I think someone on like the uh our hockey subreddit uh, like was curious it was a German like poster that was saying that they thought they noticed this wasn't getting coverage in in, in western media but thought they'd bring it up that like when when the the Instagram shit went down and I think it was like 2016 2017 maybe right. it was like the world championships that like the thing that happens like after the playoffs or whatever it's basically yeah. the the Olympics of NHL players that that the Olympics teams... for losers that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh and uh, hey, the Islanders got a lot of got a lot of players to play that over the years, such as Thomas Grace. Yeah. Um, but 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 what happened was he was benched, and then like I think the head of German hockey said like, you know, we'll we'll see if you know we're able to work with him. We want to be able to have players that that have compatible values with us or so something along those lines. And then in a recent update that that German hockey like put out for like I guess performances over the past month which his performances he is having like the worst in terms of like expected saves made or he's let in the most stoppable goals basically is, right is the is the argument maybe it's a tony d'angelo situation man maybe it's he's rush limbaugh that was his that, that right. and then rush right. like all of it the rush limbaugh tribute that he he posted a couple weeks ago it's been a rough couple months for thomas for, grace for thomas grace but it like that the german germany uh hockey put out like a some sort of i don't know if it was a you know document or, or just some sort of thing Something that was basically just to hype yeah to tracking. update about like tracking how nhl german nhl players are doing and, yes. and and like the argument could be like well you know do they have every player there and it's like you know may, maybe they left grice out because he's not you know playing particularly well or something it's like no they have every like other player like every other german player involved including players that are rookies that are just like sitting on top taxi squads that have not played in the nhl yet yeah so it's like he is clearly set aside and it's like hey man sucks to suck thank thank you for that that you know great play in that Panthers series yeah uh, he was, appreciate he was good for the islanders uh on on the ice hockey situation um who knows the behind the door stuff that was said probably you know uh probably a bunch of people that agreed with some of his views that he said some of yes the... probably a lot of them um but but we can't say who for sure which is nice i guess in a way right i but but i I think you know, um, and this fuck, it's it's just like it is so bizarre to me. These athletes, because there's this, you know, there's this idea of like, oh, so so for his opinion, like he he loses, he's not allowed to have his opinion. It's like no, he gets to have his opinion. It it did a it did affect something in his life. Like I, like I, it's one of those things where I, I, I always find it weird. These conversations about like, it shouldn't cost him this stake in his, you know, it shouldn't cost him his livelihood. It didn't. He's just not on, he's just yeah. not probably going to play on the German hockey team. Like I, I, I think, um, Oh yeah. Uh, another NHL team will take a chance on him after this contract's up. Uh, Tony D'Angelo is going to play in the league again at some point. Like, no, their livelihoods are not being taken away from them. So no yeah. need to worry, you fucking weirdos. Yeah, it's it's just this. It's so fucking. It's so it's so dumb to me. And and when I like, 
based off of his views, uh, I'm glad he's taking L's all over right now. It's and also, I mean, if, if we want to, to kick him while he's down, which is just, it feels, if you ever play GTA, uh, yeah. there's a lot of stuff you could do to people after <laughs> they're, they're, they've already been, uh, kind of, it would seem you've done everything you could to them. You can kind of just keep going for like a long amount of time. Uh, and I want to do that with Thomas Grice here. Um, his play in that, in that last, uh, Doug Waite, uh, Tavares year, he was as bad as the Islanders defense was, he was way worse than Halak. Like yeah. he, Halak. and and he was bad throughout the season. Like, and part of, you know, they had their hot start that year. Uh, he derailed fucking every game that he was in because he looked like he was fucking, trying to play dodge puck or something. It was like insane. Um, but I'm glad that he's taken L's eat shit. Uh, Thomas Grice. Speaking of taking L's, uh, we'll make this one quick. Um, Jack Eichel, the Jack Eichel situation. Uh, uh, who would you trade for Jack Eichel? Desmond go from the Islanders. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Who would you trade from the Islanders for Jack Eichel? I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think I would. Like, I, I, it, it, I know it sounds like a cop out. I don't, because I think the conversation we had about Jack Eichel trade, which I find interesting, is that it need like a pretty specific set of circumstances to make it to make to pull that trade off. The Islanders are too tight to the cap, but oh, you make you make shit move. Okay, well, like, okay. So then you have to trade. It have to be Barzell going back, and do 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 you do that? You definitely could consider doing that, and I think I think there's considerations to be made. Like to me, but that's risking what's working now with, yeah. like like Jack Eichel needs to be traded. That like needs to be traded uh, to a team that that has some level of either uh, ineptitude, like either la like deep lackings when it comes to scoring or just is kind of dysfunction, like on some level dysfunction, like ha has some dysfunction where they need to make a big shakeup. Yep. I, so, so uh, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I obviously you have to listen um, when a player like Jack, I hope becomes available, but you know, I, I, I don't think that uh, – and no, like, we might be the first people to bring up a Jack Eichel to the Islanders trade situation because even even the most delusional, delusional of Islander fans uh, are like, yeah, there's no chance that we'll get him because the Islanders have got a good thing going on and they're not going to want to give up what it takes to get him. Um, it, 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 would, it would start – it would be that. Like, it, it would be yeah. that plus – yeah, so so why so why bother? Because they're already playing so well. Um, what, what for 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 more money for and, and frankly for a guy like I I know he his last two two seasons have been have been great, but I I do wonder if there is a bit of a fucking attitude issue that like if there is a bit of an attitude issue there, and I think it is good to be uh, I I think having a captain who says everything fine when it isn't uh it back higher on you um but i also think on some level a guy that seemingly is complaining every year i don't know like i i i, I just i'm not saying again I, I i'm not saying it's necessarily a character issue but i think it's a character consideration and a room for personal growth that like i don't want the islanders to, with what the islanders have going on right now i don't want to do that like the the islanders risk take take a certain risk in making the trade the moving the pieces they would need to move to do that they're risking something whereas for the rangers they're missing the playoffs this year they might miss the playoffs next year too like so it's it, the rangers can kind of make any sort of crazy trade any sort of trade they want um the trades that their their fans want uh, think think are passable is just completely fucking laughable. Yep. Um, where they just want to trade like second line quality, like second line at best players, uh, second or third pairing defensemen, 
and like draft picks for this. Yeah, that, that, and that's probably uh, asking too much already for a lot of them. Um, yeah, it's it's absurd. Like, like and it, it's th- a problem with every fan base, but the ones because he's linked to the Rangers, because he's linked to the Kings, and because we're so close to other Ranger fans, uh, what we're seeing coming from the the armchair GM uh, suggestions we're seeing coming from Ranger fans are pretty funny. I, I I will say I will say that that for Jack Eichel the play like a place you want to look at him to maybe be traded, it's it's a similar set of conditions, teams that have a similar set of conditions to what the Islanders were in before they they made the, the trades for Yashin and Pekka, sure like it's that it's that type of thing where it's a team that's been bad for a while and and needs to to make moves and ha- like it. With a cap era, it's a bit harder. But For what like... it's worth, uh, Wyshynski compared, I, I think, I don't know if you've listened to that episode of Puck Soup, I think it was two weeks ago, but he compared uh, trading Jack Eichel to trading Alexei Yashin at the height of his powers, basically, because they're, they're similar productivity-wise. Yeah, so 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 you need a I, I, maybe that's where I came into my brain, probably, actually. Yeah. So I, 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 think, I think that's what you need to to look for the Rangers are, are somewhat in that vein. It's not as grim as those Islanders were, but like th- there's aspects there. I think like uh, there's aspects of like uh, Arizona. I don't know if he'd go there, there, there. And in some ways Arizona is actually close, pretty similar to where the Islanders were Yeah. then, but like you would need to, it need to be Jack Eichel and another like and another move at the oh, same time yeah 100%. similar like it would need to be something it's that would remodel yeah, yeah yeah i yeah it, it would it, they would need to also bring in like a different like i don't like the, uh eichel them making a trade where they like bring in eichel and carlson or something sure, they just sure. say fuck it we need shit here and like yeah. they just get eichel and carlson like so so I, th- that's kind of my headspace on the Jack Eichel. Um, all right. Where and what? Uh, without going into any detail, where do you think he ends up? <sighs> say, say the team. No, no elaboration. Uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, same. Um, uh, or, and... or, Columbus. Wow. Okay. Because him play, him getting to. I said no like... explanation. Oh, okay. but I get it. But okay. I do get it. I know what you were yeah. gonna say. Because we have such a good chemistry, I knew what you were gonna say. Um, uh, eh, all right, we're gonna kick it over to our interview with Vince Vaughn. Uh, Asterisk. Yeah. Um, and uh, before, before the the one other thing from anything going on around the league uh, is David McKinnon got uh, absolutely thwomped in the uh, head area last night against the sharks and hopefully he's uh hopefully he's okay some some kid who played uh four nhl games hit him pretty uh pretty hard in in the head uh cross ice uh to end the game you know uh, towards the end of the game yesterday uh that they were playing so hopefully he's okay uh and i hope that other kid is having a horrible day all right let's talk to vince vaughn So, uh, we're here with uh, Vince Vaughn, uh, who's a Blackhawks fan, uh, famously Vince Vaughn Blackhawks fan. Uh, uh, yes, how's it, how's it going, everybody? How are you guys doing? Good. It's a that... pleasure to be on the show. Yeah, that, that doesn't No, it is. Um, like... So... Uh... No, this, I'm, I'm Vince Vaughn, famous actor Vince Vaughn, famous for such films as Rudy, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, and uh, the drama thriller Return to Paradise. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you, you were in the, uh, Psycho remake, right? I was in the Psycho remake. I in was Swingers. In the Cell. I was in Swingers. Made. I was in, uh, yes, Made, uh, Dodgeball, uh, Wedding Crashers. Uh, there's pl- plenty of films. That's I mean, right. He was in those, but I, I just, it, there's, I'm not, also Anchor, Anchorman wasn't brought up. I feel like, I feel like Vince Vaughn would bring up Anchorman. I so, wasn't in Anchorman. Yes, you were. No, you, and you're, Okay. 
Okay, so, uh, and more famously, you are a Blackhawks fan. So, I just Huge wanted... Blackhawks fan. So, I just wanted to know... They lost. They, so, that, that goal counted? Yeah. Okay, so, we just have a couple couple of routine questions for you. Uh, what is, what's your history with being a Blackhawks fan? Well, uh, growing up in the uh, great city of Chicago, go Bears, uh, I was started watching sports at a at a young age, you know, in between in between auditioning for movies, I would uh, I would watch hockey, I would watch football, I would watch all my favorite teams. And of course, my favorite team is the Chicago Blackhawks. So that's kind of it. I went okay. to my first game uh, in, in 1989, I think was my first game I went to. And I've just been hooked. I've just been hooked ever since. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite Blackhawks memory? Uh, my favorite Blackhawks memory is probably, probably, probably. It's. T- I'm sorry. It's late where I am out in LA. Uh, my favorite Blackhawks memory is Earlier. probably when <laughs> uh, the great one, Chris Chelios, got his Not. game, got his great game-winning goal against the. Uh, against mm. oh sorry <clears throat> what do you what are you sorry about it I, I, oh you, no i just had if to, you're just I, talking I just about to, what you to, remember desmond what then you kind of i just I, had to crack my back for a second uh when great chris chelios got his game-winning goal against the detroit wed rings in yes. the uh, 1995 stanley cup good uh that's cool that's cool desmond will you just be cool i got vince vaughn on the podcast and, I, and all you're doing is you're telling me I don't know. Well, you preferred to Chris Chelios as the great one. Well, so. he is as any Blackhawks fan would. As any Blackhawks fan would, he played till he was fifty. Gretzky does not officially own that term. The last I checked, Gretzky does not have a copyright on the term "the great one," so I can legally, actually, as does, an American citizen, that's who believes in free. We're speech, talking. Civil. We're talking civil, not legal. I. <laughs> can refer to whoever I want as a great anything. Uh, the right wing. And I think, and I think yeah. Chris Chelios is a great one. What is he one of? Blackhawks alumni. Thank you very Sounded much. Sounded very right wing. Makes sense. <laughs> you shared a, a, a booth with uh, Trump, your friend. So I guess that, that adds listen, up. Listen, listen, you don't have to like the guy. You don't have to like his politics. You don't have to like what he says or what he does or what he believes in or what he stands for. But you do have to admit Great American. It's all you have to admit, and you have to admit it. I have to wait. So you must admit it. If you are, if you are a good American, I have you to. would admit it. But how come you didn't have you? You don't have to say the. Uh, Will you just be it's... cool to our guest? I'm, um, I'm sensing a little hostility, Desmond. Um, no, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a journalist. So you know. Okay. All right. You know. Some uh, call him A. Some call him B. Okay. So. Uh, any advice that you give an aspiring actor slash hockey fan? Um, hmm, slash hockey fan. Well, what I guess I will say is never, ever turn down any role you're offered ever, regardless of who it is, what the role is, who's the director, what the script is, just accept it. And the same goes for if you're an aspiring hockey player, take any deal. If somebody gives you a deal, take it, because odds are you're not talented enough to do anything else. So just take the deal okay uh so my throat is dry here just give me one second (laughs) kept your throat ready for recording i just had to take a quick drinks oh okay so uh something we do something we do on the on the podcast is we we test people's fandom uh and uh, I have a list of trivia questions for you about the blackhawks to see if you're a real blackhawks fan if you know what i mean I do know what you mean, and I think I'm going to do quite well on this little test here. All right. Uh, why? Why do you feel that? I, I mean, there's a. I'm. 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 I don't know. Okay. Uh, Again, Desmond, I'm just not sure. Okay. Look, right, here's the deal. I'm friends. Like I'm friends with with Mike here. We've known each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. He invited me on the show, and I'm just not entirely sure what it is that's happening here, Des. Can I call you Des? I'm going to call you Des. Hmm. Let, no, let, let's see how you do on this quiz you, okay, that, that, sure. you're, that you're so sure that, that you're going to do so well on. Great. Number one, 
Where do the Blackhawks play? Three, two, one, uh, idiot. Chicago, uh, mm. my home, my home city. We'll count it. Didn't, Des- get, didn't get it in on no. time. Des- I, I wasn't aware there was. I, I wasn't aware there was a one and a half second time limit. There's a three second time limit. Three second time limit. Second time limit. Three seconds. <laughs> okay, uh, and as long as you start talking, the three seconds is. But anyway, what state is Chicago in? Illinois. Three, two, one. Mm. He, uh, I beat you. Got it. He I got... beat you, Desmond. Uh, what was the Blackhawks? <laughs> What was the Blackhawks? Oh, you didn't even give me a second. You didn't even give me. You didn't even give me one second. I think you've had enough time. Seconds. I think you've had enough time. You've just you just talked for more than three seconds. Will you now. just fucking let him answer the questions? You already didn't get it right. But okay. He's got. He's two for two so far. No, he's, he's he's one for two. What was the Blackhawks' regular season three. record in 1938? Three, two, eleven one. to twenty. 25 11, well, 25 that didn't count because as a hockey fan you would know that the puck has to cross the goal the, the whole line for it to count as a whole goal so you didn't get that answer i'm right. gonna count it he he got the regular to the t from 1938 11 and 25 That's how it works oh i liked how that goal went in after the buzzer went out that doesn't that doesn't work that way three for three vince you're the so far the the best guest we've had uh what is what the most I say what is the most racist Blackhawks logo? <laughs> well, obviously we could have a whole conversation about what constitutes racist or not, but I guess. <laughs> well, three, two, I one. Guess, Boom. Guess, okay. I, 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 I even, to, I was, I was like, I was like, Ooh, let's see where this goes. I guess if I had to play this little, this little game, it would be whatever Jersey, uh, rat bastard, Bobby Hulls wore, you know what I mean? <laughs> Famous I rat bastard, Bobby Hull. That was mine. See, I, Chelios, the great one, Bobby Hull, rat bastard. That's true. That's you half can't, true. You can't argue with that, Desmond. It's half true. Okay, and uh, lastly, who was the worst Blackhawks player in franchise history? Three, two, that would have to go one. to Helge, the Bulgenator, Bulge Bostrom, would be that, my, would be would be my answer for that one. That, you, you, people don't know that. <laughs> no, that's you know Helge Helge Bostrom is a player who played in the 30s and 40s for the uh, Blackhawks. His nickname was the Bulge. Look it up. Well, it's because he had a. You know why it was called the Bulge, Michael? He had a goiter, the size of a tangelo, growing out the side of his neck, and it needed its own helmet. They gave it its own helmet for the game, and they didn't have the face. They didn't have you know, the uh, the face masks back then. So it just had the little the little leather cap on the side of the goiter. It's, and it, he stopped mm-hmm. playing when it got nicked by a skate and pus just went all over the ice and froze solid. And it was just disgusting. And that was the end of the bulge. It, it, you know, it strikes me as interesting that uh, we only have your audio. There's a visual here. And because your answers have been very, very specific. Uh, and- well, they were very specific questions, which would dictate a very specific answer <laughs> uh i don't know there, there's just i feel like there is something all right we're gonna we're gonna let we're gonna let you go i just got one more question i got one more question for you vince if my uh co-host would would so graciously let me ask it yeah we'll see in court i guess you guys subpoena the this interaction the subpoena the zoom chat uh vince as a big fan of you and everything you do i gotta ask any new movies coming out anytime soon uh, yes, I'm in a sequel Two, to uh, my idiot. favorite movie. That's not a que- that's not a question that gets that kind of time. <laughs> oh, no, 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 actually, because it's actually no, no, my the quiz, show. The quiz is over, and I no. won the quiz. No, you did it. You lost. I beat you and you your didn't, quiz. You didn't beat me. It wasn't my quiz. I don't know. Definitely wasn't my quiz. I, I, it seems like it was... Maybe you, both of your quiz. Oh, okay, Desmond. Seems like a little okay. bit of a group project. I, I wasn't aware that 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 was. Seemed more. Maybe you guys aren't particularly smart enough to know the difference, but it seems like there's kind of more of a group project. Sorry, sorry, Vince. So you're working on any new movies? Uh, yes. So I have written and I am directing a sequel mm-hmm. to the film Dragged Across Concrete, in which my character rises from the dead. Yep. Is that that a real movie that's coming out? It is a real movie that I am writing and directing myself. Yes, I'm still looking for for financing. I'm still looking for distribution and cameras and lenses and lights. So if anybody knows anybody that can supply any of those, I'd be very grateful. But uh, what was that name? What was that name again? One more time. Sorry. What's that? What was the name of that movie again? It's uh, Dragged Across Concrete 2 Drag Harder. Dragged. 
It's it's a real movie, Desmond. It's actually really good too. Dear Lord. It's it is a really good movie. Unfortunately, Mel Gibson is in it. Jeez. Oh, Mel, good buddy Mel. Me and Mel were actually we were at a Blackhawks game with our good buddy Donald, and we were talking. All right, so- I think we're gonna I think we're gonna end the uh, I think we're gonna end the interview so we don't get in too much trouble, Vince. Um, you know how you know how it is. Um, oh, I know how it is. You can't say. I didn't mean anymore. it like that. I didn't you can't mean it say like anything that. Anything anymore to anybody? You see about what happens anything. when you bring in Vince Vaughn. You admitted it is Vince. I rolled okay. my eyes. I, I I did an eye like an eye thing, just so you know. Just so you know, Vince. I, I did like an eye thing, like when I said it, so like I clearly was sarcastic. Oh no, I can see you. And I was being, I can see you oh. in your face and the things oh. you're doing with it. So don't worry about oh. it. Oh. Oh. Okay. So we'll well, see. I, I just wanted to see. I'm being rude to you. I just wanted you to know that. Oh no, me, Vince Vaughn, six foot five actor, married to Kayla Weber. <laughs> active from 1988 to present knows what you did all right so we'll see you next week on through the islands one more time one more time we're gonna celebrate oh yeah all right don't stop the dancing one more time we're gonna celebrate oh yeah don't stop the dancing one more time I'm just feeling celebration tonight. Celebrate, don't wait too late. No, we don't stop. You can't stop. We're gonna celebrate.